You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, Carterville. Welcome back to the podcast. I am glad to have you today. I hope you had a fantastic Easter weekend. hope you had a great celebration of the resurrection. I know that we did, and I thought Sunday was phenomenal. It was amazing uh, to see everybody in worship, to just feel the energy and imagine what God was doing in people's lives as the resurrected Jesus Christ continues to lead our church and call people to salvation. It was exciting, to say the least, for me. So thanks for making it amazing. Well, this week in the podcast, I want to reflect on a few of my favorite resurrection stories. And today, I want to read from Luke's gospel. So Luke is the only one that tells this particular episode episode um, of an event that happened after the resurrection. So I'm in Luke 24. So the ladies have gone to the tomb. They found it empty. I mean, two angels have reminded them that Jesus said that he would be crucified. And then there's this peculiar resurrection experience that Luke tells us about in Luke chapter 24. Uh, So there's a couple of disciples on a trip. They're walking to this village and they meet Jesus. They actually walk with Jesus and did not know it. I have no idea exactly how Jesus accomplished that. The text says, so I honestly think that just Jesus miraculously made them not recognize him while they walked with him. But let me just share the story with you. So chapter 24, verse 13. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. So they were talking with each other about everything that had happened. And as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. So here's two disciples making a seven-mile walk to this village of Emmaus. Jesus walks with them part of the way, and they're prevented from recognizing Jesus. Again, I just think that Christ miraculously confused them in some way so that they weren't able to see and recognize him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and the rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. So these disciples seemed to know that there was a teaching from Jesus that on the third day he would rise, because they said, what is more, it's the third day. So their faces are downcast because they have not seen the resurrected Jesus, but they have this teaching in the back of their minds that it is the third day, and these angels in the vision the ladies had told him that Jesus was alive, but nobody's seen him. So verse 25, Well, he said to them, How foolish are you, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? 
and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while we talked, while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and they returned at once to Jerusalem and they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, it is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. So while these disciples were on the road, Peter got to see Jesus and then these two guys are going to show up and give more witness to confirm that Jesus is alive. Verse 35 says, Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. This is a really amazing story of the resurrection for me for a couple of reasons. Number one, because these disciples knew the teaching about Jesus, that something would happen on the third day. They held him to be a prophet. They knew that he was special. They wanted him to be alive. And so you see them sort of holding hope, and yet their heads are downcast. They haven't seen Jesus. I think it's really amazing that Jesus walks them through the scriptures, that he explains that they misunderstood Messiah, that while some people thought the suffering of the Messiah might be a sign that he'd failed, instead he wanted them to understand that it was always the plan that Messiah would suffer, that Messiah would die, and that Messiah would be resurrected. So he goes through Moses and the prophets, and he explains the scriptures, and their minds are opened. And I just one of the things I want to encourage believers is that as as we approach the scriptures, as we approach Jesus, that we would pray that God's spirit would open our minds so that we would have understanding that we lack, that we would see more than we see uh, with our own minds without the guidance of Jesus. Just as Jesus walked on the road to Emmaus, this seven-mile trip with these two disciples, and opened their minds to the scripture, I want him to still open our minds. The other thing that I think is powerful about this is that they're allowed to recognize Jesus when he sits at the table and when he breaks the bread with them. Well, this is probably uh, for them a reminder of the Passover meal, the Last Supper, where he broke the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. As often as you do this, do it and remember it to me. Well, when he breaks the bread and hands it to them, suddenly they recognize exactly who he is. And I think that's powerful because we know that the bread broken represents his body broken on the cross. And that was the topic of their hike, of their journey, that Jesus had to die and suffer, that his body had to be broken so that he could earn our redemption. And so when these people realize that they have sat at the feet of the master whose body was broken for them and that he is now alive, not broken, but fully restored, alive and well, they're amazed. So the journey that took them a long time to make when they walked seven miles took less time when they ran seven miles back to Jerusalem to tell the disciples that Jesus is, in fact, risen. And I'm sure that their hearts were thrilled when they find the disciples and hear from Simon Peter that Simon has seen Jesus and, in fact, both the testimonies are corroborating the same truth, that Jesus Christ is resurrected and alive. The hope of Israel, the hope of church, he is alive and well. So for you and I, what I want to encourage us with is as we live this resurrection life, as we live waiting on our resurrection, new creation, even right now, 
Let's make sure that our eyes are open to who Jesus is. Let's let the scriptures inform us about his character and his teaching. Be careful that we don't make Jesus into our own image or stick him in a box and make him who we want him to be, only emphasizing a part of his character while we mute other parts of his character. Let's let the scripture teach us who Jesus is. Let's let the Holy Spirit open our eyes to understand the scripture, and let's walk faithfully in light of the resurrection. Because just as these two witnesses, they bore a testimony of Jesus, just as Simon Peter bore a testimony of Jesus, well, here we are almost 2,000 years later, and you and I are the witnesses for this generation. We're the ones who will share a testimony and bear a witness for the resurrected Jesus to our friends, to our neighbors. Church family, I love you. Hope you have a fantastic week celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. Let's live as new creation. God bless you. See you Sunday.